0: Welcome to the Injection Connection, a brand new podcast by serial entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Medical Aesthetic Art Institute and Occlusion Rx, Yvonne Delos. In these weekly interviews, you can expect to hear real talk, candid conversations, and make it happen tactile advice to help you succeed in the industry. We hope you love it and thank you for listening.
1: Okay, we are here with Lisa Kogan from Simply Skin. Hi. So grateful to have you here. Thank you. So we are going to just share with our audience, our listeners, your journey into aesthetic medicine. Okay. So if you'll just take us back to uh, what led you in this direction.
0: Well, um, wow, that's a big question. (laughs) I've been in the medical field for 22 years. I started pretty young, um, and so I've kind of been in bunch of different aspects of medicine and when I went for my postmasters nurse practitioner I had pretty much decided what I was gonna do I knew I was gonna stay where I was which was in women's and children's I hadn't really considered you know other options Um, but that being said I chose family nurse practitioner instead of specializing in women's in uh, women's health because uh, family nurse practitioner Um, certification lends itself to being more open if you do change your mind. And for me, one of the most amazing things about nursing is really that, um, you can really change your reality by changing, um, where, where you're working, what you're doing. Like there's a completely different paradigm wherever you happen to go. And that's, I think one of the most amazing things about it. So I chose to, um, it takes a little bit longer in school, but I chose to get my family nurse practitioner. And in that journey, um, you have the option of doing some kind of specialty hours, um, with your clinical hours. And I chose to do some things that I felt like I wasn't as strong in. Um, one of those things was dermatology. Um, we do a lot of, there's a lot of derm with pediatric patients and I deal with a lot of peds for so many years that I thought, you know, it'd be a great opportunity to take some of that time and have a fabulous mentor, which was um, a good friend of mine from high school, Dr. Ben Carter, um, and he was gracious enough to allow me to not only do some of my extra hours, but even beyond what I was required because I really wanted to learn how to best, um, you know, take care of my patients and to learn something I wasn't as strong in, or I perceived myself not to be as strong in. So during that time, I kind of fell in love with dermatology. Um, I love the medical part of the science of the skin, all the chemistry that goes into it, I loved that. Um, and then in that process, I also got to learn some aesthetic medicine. Um, and I really loved the creativity with that. I loved the um, the fact that the assessment of the patient, um, their individual anatomy, their asymmetry, and their, their expressions, the way they move their mouths, all of these small, um, pieces of information that are so explicitly important to end result, um, when you do any kind of aesthetic medicine, whether it be, you know, correcting someone's wonky eye with, um, for instance, my mom had Bell's palsy. She had an asymmetry to her eyelids and I was able to, you know, with Botox, we can correct it to give her symmetry back. And that was, you know, somewhat life changing for her, um, things like that, as well as being able to, you know, just uh, asymmetries in the mouth and not that asymmetries are bad, but I had a, you know, last week I had a, a beautiful young girl who had a large scar through her lip. Um, and it made it so that the way that the fat deposited in her lip, it was very it pulled when she spoke and we were able to correct that with a little bit of Botox and some filler. And for her that was she was so self-conscious of it and so it was you know really I don't it's want to say rewarding. life-changing it's rewarding. yeah yes. I, I really enjoyed the artistic aspect of um, doing the aesthetics as well as combining that with I do a lot of um, acne care aging skin care I do a lot of customization of skincare care regimens um, and I love the chemistry that goes into that so I get kind of my Mental satisfaction, mm-hmm. and you know, um, I have a, a problem with going back to school over and over and over. I love school, I love learning, so um, it kind of serves itself well to that, you know, intelligent process that I I guess I enjoy.
1: And I don't we love so that because yeah, you know, we strongly encourage people to continue continuously learn, mm-hmm. get training beyond.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us where you went to graduate school. I actually went um, to graduate school twice. My nurse practitioner, I went through Maryville University out of St. Louis, um, which I really loved. Um, When I was seeking out a nurse practitioner program, one of the things that was important to me... Which is actually opposite of many nurse practitioner students is I wanted a school where I found my own preceptors. Yeah, I've been in medicine here 20 years, and so I know a lot of physicians. Um, I kind of knew reputations. I also, you know, knew that I would um, be welcomed at yeah. multiple places. Um, and now, a lot of the schools are um, finding preceptors for you. Okay. And I wanted to find my own. Yeah. Yeah, I and, had the opportunity of finding
1: my own. We relocated to Las Vegas um, in order to do that. Because here, um, even seven years ago, eight yeah. years ago,
0: was there weren't a lot of options. So, no. yeah. No, and you really, it, it. and for, I think, most people, that's the case. I was lucky enough just to have, you know, relationships with doctors because, like I said, I've been here so long, working so long that, over 20 years, that it, wonderful. it helped. Yeah. Um, because I have a lot of a lot of my students or the students that I went to school with did not have the same experience. Right. Yeah. So it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. So tell us you
1: opened up your own business. Yes. Simply skin. Yes. How exciting is that? Yes. Exciting and scary. We <laughs> love love love. Boss babes and you know, we encourage women to go yes. start their own thing. I agree. So share
0: with our audience what your fears were and what that process you know looked like for you. For me, really, the, the fear is not in taking care of people and not doing um, my job. I'm comfortable as long as I know that I've done my due diligence with my learning. Um, I'm very comfortable not doing a procedure. If I feel like someone's an outlier and I can't help you or I might not know how best to help you, I have no problem saying, hey, I'm gonna send okay. you somewhere else. So important. Yeah, and um, my biggest fear really was the business side. Um, I've always taken care of people in nursing where I've been. I always would be like, hey, I'll give you the number to the billing office. You can talk to them about that. (laughs) I want nothing to do with it. For me, um, my biggest fear was just, I don't want to say being taken advantage of, but in some ways being taken advantage of. Um, Lots of friends come out of the woodwork and say, hey, will you do this for me? Will you do that for me? Had it last week call in a z-pack for me no yeah. thanks I'm not doing it um, so that that aspect of it is was hard because I've always been able to TO that to someone else yeah. that being said that's also one of the exciting parts for me is learning something new and being able to have ownership of that aspect of my career yeah. which I never have um, so I'm learning a lot I've read a lot of books following some really great mentors um, Rachel Hollis is always in my, my back pocket yeah. at all times. <laughs> I always think, what would Rachel say right now? <laughs> I know, I'm a huge Rachel Hollis girl today. Yeah, and there's, there's several you know mentors that I think. Um, and don't, for me also, being okay being wrong or yeah. not knowing. Right. Um, Absolutely. And that's something I've always been a seasoned nurse or an expert nurse, so that being bottom of the rung don't know anything about something was a little uncomfortable yeah still is kind of um but I've kind of relished that opportunity to to learn some of it and, well, and I, I've loved watching you just jump right
1: in because that I mean it's same scary. with me it's yeah so scary. I haven't I know. known you know that's why I even went back to school to entrepreneurial program and I'm like how yes. do I do this but just like Rachel says you know with a google search bar like yeah, you can just start. Seriously, find everything. Yes, editing. just yeah. start. Yep. and then you meet people and you I network agree. and you pick yes. your brains and you collaborate. And that's truly why we've created the you know this podcast Injection Connection is so we can come together as a community and help mm-hmm. one another.
0: So. Which I love. I I love. I feel like whether you're in school or you're out of school, I feel like we can all learn something from each other. Absolutely. Um, and that you know there might be something I do well that someone else likes. Um, I don't know if that's few and far between right now, but there's always going to be some level of, you know, um, appreciation for what each other does and how we can do it better. And I mean, I've gotten some amazingly simple tips. I mean, one of the things that someone was talking to me about this weekend, who owns her own business in Las Vegas, and she's like, you can write off X, Y, and Z um, with taxes. I'm like, really? I had no idea yeah. just simple things like yeah. that that you for someone who's been a long-standing business, business owner might completely know already yeah and it just went right over my head because I've been able to completely ignore that aspect of yeah medicine until now so it's been it's been fun and I really seek out um, and it doesn't even have to be business owners um, of aesthetic practices. Right. Like business. I have a friend who's been really helpful. He's a, a landscape architect. He's super helpful because he's um, got a similar practice or business to mine where it's small. Yeah. One of the things I wanted for my own practice was I don't want to be a big med spa. I want to be able to have my patients get a hold of me they have my personal cell. If they have a question, they're concerned, they can get me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not at a point place right now where I feel um like I don't want that. Like that's I want more of a concierge business. Mm-hmm. And I'm that's what I'm comfortable with. And he does a lot of that. And even just someone who's in a completely different field has been able to offer so many tips as far as getting going. Which mm-hmm. so I've just kind of sought out so many other people and just kind of absorbed I have this giant A five notebook that I write everything down with my colored pens. I just write down whatever I can. And I'm sure I'm failing in multiple ways, but as long as I feel like I'm learning, I'm making progress. Yeah. I'm like I'm all about failure because if you're not failing,
1: you're not progressing and you're not without question. yeah.
0: Yeah. Nope. If you don't put yourself out there enough to fail, then you're not growing. And I totally believe that. So, And I feel like I've been failing lots in small ways. So I think we I'm probably growing. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. yeah so that's
1: part of it. do you want to share with us some of your 2020 goals? Because you are oh, a yeah. Rachel Hollis fan and yes. she's very goal driven. Yes. So what does 2020 look like for so you?
0: So for 2020, my goals have to do a lot with um, the business aspect of it, of my business, um, as far as what I want to learn. What I want to feel competent with. I have a real struggle personally feeling incompetent mm-hmm. with something that bothers me immensely. Um, and so I have I would like to, there's a a program um similar to yours, it's a little bit shorter version um of the entrepreneurial program at Dixie State um, that I would love to to pursue. Um and then I want to go to there's a big aesthetic show I would like to attend. Okay. Um I'm a member of the American Nurses, Dermatology Nurses Association. They're having a big, um, they're having their annual convention in Denver this June when I'm, I'm going cool. to attend. And um, I want to, I have some small goals as far as um, how I streamline my business practices, my charting, mm-hmm. um, my follow-up with my patients, Lots of small things like that that I've written down that I want to accomplish with every patient I have. Um, As well as some of the things I'd like to accomplish with people who just contact me with questions. Um, Most of my business comes from referrals, word of mouth, which is what I enjoy because I kind of feel like no matter who your practitioner is, you're not going to vibe with every human, right? Um, I'm not gonna be everyone's cup of tea, I'm loud, I tend to have a potty mouth. I like but man, I'd give you the shirt off my back. And so the people who enjoy my company or will tend to refer. Sure. Um and just like I'm uncomfortable at other med spas because of the way that they run things. And there's nothing wrong with what just they're doing. Different energy. Yeah, yeah, they do beautiful work. They do beautiful things. It's just not my cup of tea. And so um, I, I have a lot of goals surrounding kind of more, more my behavior in response to the business, if that makes sense. How I respond to consults. I'm not a salesperson at all. Right. I have no desire to push you into something. Um, But if you have a question and you're, you know, wanting some information, you know, there's certain things I want to follow up with so that I am successfully taking those people that are going to seek treatment, whether it's with me or someone else. I'd rather, of course, have them seek me out, but... Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of work in the business as well as on the business this year, so that's exciting. Yes, I feel a little bit... Where I'm at right now, I have felt very fragmented, kind of all over the place. So what I did was write down, yeah, um, and I break it down into you know yearly goals and then monthly goals, weekly goals, and then my daily to-do list, which I've been a fan of for that's great a million years. So I'm trying. I really, I really see you going far.
1: And let's talk real quick about maybe sure. acting as medical director because I yes. know. That's kind of been a little.
0: Yeah, I've been I've been asked by yeah. a few. Yeah. Like four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm I'm comfortable. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm very comfortable in my ability of when I'm uncomfortable, if that makes sure. sense. Yeah. I'm very comfortable say, saying I can't help you, or I'm not the right person to help you, or I think you should. You know, maybe seek some other treatment than what you were thinking. I don't have a problem speaking up with that stuff. And then, in regard to being a medical director, I feel like you have to be very comfortable in your knowledge base sure. as well as your teaching ability, um, your organizational skills. And I've, you know, I, my first master's that I got was in nursing education. So I was a nursing educator and I taught college, um, for about eight years before I went back the second time to grad school. So as far as, you know, doing things such as writing protocols, um, having crucial conversations with mm-hmm. employees or people that are working for you or training with you, I'm comfortable in those aspects. The thing that is the learning process is that aesthetic medicine is only, I'm only, you know, compared to my, my long-standing career, I'm, yeah a baby in this aspect of the field um, and so I feel it's very important to have the right people under you that you know will be um, cognizant of protocol sure will know enough to know when they don't know something yes and not act if they're not prepared. correct yeah yes I always say like you do not have to know everything you need to know your resources And you need to know when you're uncomfortable. And then that's the time to say, hey, I need to call my medical director. Um, So I am in, you know, I've been speaking to a few um, nurse injectors. And we're just trying to see how we can make it work. There's a lot of laws regarding, you know, being on site, seeing Mm -hmm. each patient. And so we're trying to work out some logistics. But I'm excited for the opportunity because I want to help these nurse injectors who if they don't have a medical director can't be right. injecting right? and then they're not learning they're not growing in right. their business so um, I would love to be able to help them I think you provide that opportunity um, but there's a you know there's some logistics we're just trying to work out but good I'm excited for it
1: well I think you're just such a great leader I think oh, that would be a great you. role for you one challenge you and then yet grow your own business I mean that's a great opportunity to multiply and divide, right? Yes. So yes. I think that looks, that no, would be great. No, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been um, a fabulous journey so far. Good. And I can't wait till it, you know, keeps growing. And,
1: we'll have to talk to you again at the end of 2020 oh and my gosh, see what, I know. what this year. I know,
0: that'd be fun.
1: So are you going to, um, so Maui Derm is here, what, next week? Are you considering that at all or just the one in Denver? I'm open to any of them that I physically can get to. <laughs> so I will be out there, Maui Derm. I'm going to that one. Is that the one in Vegas? In Maui. In oh, Hawaii? In Maui. It is in Maui, yeah. It's oh, a Derm conference. And I happen to be teaching out there, so that's why I said like, that one. Up. It's next week, the 24th through the 29th. And then the
0: AMSPAL one is that's next week right, too, right, yeah, next weekend as in well. In Vegas. Yeah that's a great
1: one if you haven't gotten that will help you with your legal they have that's the part that i want to go to is they have that whole yeah med spa owner yeah and they're um offering their first time could ever lab too yes i saw that yeah i i I really wanted to go we went last year but i just have so much i have so much going on that i have to give and take some so yeah
0: so the maui derm who puts that one on
1: um it's my first time so it's I, I don't know I'll give you all the details. No you're do, you're doing it? I'm going. I'm I'm going to attend but while I'm there I'm teaching in Maui and Oahu.
0: I saw you were teaching yeah. there. Good for you.
1: So I I'm going. I'll probably spend more time on the beach <laughs> than in conferences. <laughs> so yeah. Heck yeah. So I'm I'm trying to do some different conferences this year mm-hmm. than I did last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think rotating them is a good idea. Yeah. Because there's quite a few, actually, I'm doing aesthetic it. medicine yeah.
1: conferences. I'm trying to do some international ones this year.
0: Yeah. So. I would like to go to Norway. Oh, yes, you should. And see. Julie. Julie.
1: Yeah. She's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing, um, and we talked about this in our last podcast, but um, the World Congress in Monaco france oh fun yeah but i think i'll go to back to norway or london in the end of the year sometime and do some more trainings
0: who does london um there's dr
1: zachley and mm-hmm. there's the consultant clinic yes do. they're fabulous yeah so
0: well they just want to
1: learn from others and okay. i want to learn from dr tim pierce his emergency course
0: oh as far he, as he's complications over in mm-hmm. is he work for the consultant clinic
1: no he it's his own it's skin viva training oh okay yeah so maybe we'll have to travel to some of those. I would love to. But I think it might be... I've been asking AMSPA to put together a medical director yes. course. And um, so they said 2020. So we'll see. I haven't gotten any... Info on, info. on it. Yeah. And, I'm, and I considered maybe just driving down for the day. I'm supposed to possibly teach in Boise next weekend. So I don't know. Getting back from Hawaii and mm-hmm. trying to teach if that will work. But... If you do go, I'd love to hear how how it was.
0: I'm trying to make it work. I have some logistical issues at home. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yes, kids, well. husband. <laughs> Imagine everyone else
1: needs to be taken care of too. Right. I guess running but. a business
0: and being a mom isn't always easy, is no, it? No, but my kid, my family is really supportive, so that's good. So yeah. important. Yes. Well, let us difference. know how
1: we can help you. We just oh, love to watch your progress. And thank you.
0: We're super excited to see what 2020 brings you. I appreciate you. Yes. She always answers my texts when I ask the most random questions. I love it. However, I can help. Usually I think of things in the middle of the night going, oh, I need to text Yvonne that tomorrow.
1: Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much thank for you. being on our podcast. I appreciate and
0: it. We will check back with you at the end of the year. Sounds good.